It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Friday episode, last episode of this week as we continue on our series, Christmas for the Hurting. Now, if you're watching, I have a bit of a Christmas sweater on. I don't know how much you can see, but it's my ugly uh, Christmas sweater. So uh, we, of course, are coming live from our studio here at the Cornerstone Michigan Church in Mount Clemens. It was put together for us by Chaplain Road Short. And, you know, if you're in the area and would like to film gospel content, do let us know and uh, we have this great studio and we can arrange with you uh, to film uh, to film that sort of content. But we want to thank Chaplain Short for putting this great studio together where we can do these video episodes. So we are looking here on our Friday episode, continuing to look at Christmas for the hurting. Christmas for the hurting. And today we're going to look at this phrase, the mighty God. It was part of the prophecy that was given that was given in Mark 10, that was given in Isaiah 9, that unto us the son is born, unto us the child is given, his name will be called, and one of the things his name would be called is the mighty God. In other words, he is a God who does miracles, and that is so relevant for those of us walking through pain today. That is so relevant for those of us walking through difficulties today. He is the mighty God. Uh, do you remember playing freeze tag when you were younger. Do you, did you ever play that when you were a child? I don't know if kids still play it today. I think they do. But you remember freeze tag. Like if you got touched, you had to stop. And the only way to get to move again was if somebody walking by would touch you. The only way where you could now uh, get unfrozen was if one of the other players ran by and touched you. And I remember playing that game and begging, please, you know, touch me, touch me, you know, slap my hand. I want to be unfrozen. Someone unfreeze me. Have you ever experienced that? You were frozen and you wanted to keep going. Well, sometimes in life, we feel frozen by our grief. Sometimes in life, we feel frozen by tragedy that has happened to us. Sometimes in life, we feel as if we have lost everything. We are in the darkest place. We feel frozen by the things that we have gone through in life. Jesus knows and understands this feeling that we go through. And there's a story in Mark 10 that illustrates to me how when someone calls out for a touch from Jesus, when someone calls out, Jesus, I need your touch, I need your help, the mighty God does not pass us by. Mark 10, we're going to start in verse 46 and 47. And they came to Jericho, and as Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples in a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus is leaving the city of Jericho with his disciples. He's going from Jericho to Jerusalem. He's about to go into his triumphal entry, is what theologians call it. He's about to enter Jerusalem for the final week of his life. You know, Palm Sunday is coming up when they're going to say, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. All of these exciting things are about to happen. It's an extremely important moment in the life of Christ. 33 and a half years of preparation have all led up to this moment in his life, 
It's about an eight-hour walk from Jericho to Jerusalem. Jesus has places to go, things to do. The epoch of his life is about to come up. And Bartimaeus hears Jesus is walking by, and Bartimaeus starts calling out for healing. He is blind, and he screams loudly, Jesus, Jesus, have mercy on me, heal me. Verse 48, and many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. You're too, uh, 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 telling him to be silent, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. His screaming is so loud that many of those around him tell him to be silent. You're too noisy. Quiet down. Jesus is busy. Don't bother him. But the more they tell Bartimaeus to quiet down, the more loudly he shouts, Jesus, have mercy on me. Heal me. What does Jesus do for this man calling out for mercy? What does Jesus do for this man calling out, Jesus, touch me, Jesus, have mercy? Verse 49 to 52, And Jesus stopped and said, Call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. Notice verse 49, Jesus stopped. When Bartimaeus was calling, everyone else said, Bartimaeus, stop bothering him. Bartimaeus, leave Jesus alone. What did Jesus do? Jesus stopped. Jesus stopped for that one in need. Jesus stopped for that one man. He stopped for the blind man who needed healing. He didn't walk by, but he stopped. Jesus had so many other things he needed to do. Remember, he's about to enter Jerusalem. He's about to give the great teachings in the upper room. He's about to be crucified. He's about to be resurrected. But in the middle of all that, he stops for one blind man. He stops for one man in need, for one man who cries out, he stops. And he doesn't just stop, but he reaches down and he heals Bartimaeus. He opens the blind eyes. He enables him to see. But it all starts when Jesus stops. Friends, you may be going through pain today. My family, we still go through pain with the loss of Caleb so unexpectedly. You may be going through pain. You may think that the world is passing you by. You may think it's been, you know, in our case, it's been three years since Caleb passed. Maybe you think, maybe for your spouse, your loved one, it's been five years, 10 years. Everyone else has passed by. You're still stuck in that pain. Friend, Jesus does not pass by. Jesus stops and he sits with you and he heals you. He can still bring healing to your heart. He can still say, I am with you. He doesn't walk by you in your need, in your pain, in your suffering. He is the God of all comfort. If you're going through sickness today, he sits with you, but also he heals. You can say, Jesus, I trust you to heal me. Take me out of this sickness. You see, he is with you. Friends, he is not going to rush by. Everybody else may rush by. Maybe others are stopping and still helping you, but in your own mind, it feels like they're all rushing by. Whatever it feels like, I assure you, Jesus does not leave you. He does not forsake you. He stops. He sits with you. He heals you. He speaks words of life over you. 
He doesn't walk by you in your need and your pain and your grief and your hurting. Just like the mighty God stopped for Bartimaeus, the mighty God stops and ministers to you. Emmanuel, God is with us. Thank you for listening. We're going to be continuing on this topic next week, only on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.